Once upon a weekday dreary, whilst fans pondered weak and weary, another pod came to relieve the bore. One last preseason, then never more. Commanders Ravens preview coming up now. What's going on, fellas? Episode 141. Command this in the house tonight. On a little recorded video action. We went live Tuesday, so we'll, we'll chill back and go do some recording action for it tonight. It's your boy Steve on the mic here. Phil had us with the intro. We got a little culture for that ass. What's up, Dev? What's good with you? All right. So we're <laughs> playing the Ravens. It's the third preseason game of the uh preseason and final game you know we used to have four now we're down to three on the the last show we did we talked about what would be expected what would we expect for this team to play starters in the in the in the final pre in the final game now if i remember correctly i think you know phil phil said keep them in until they score a touchdown <laughs> i said you know make them play the whole game to the play against their four now I, I said play maybe two series and i think that was kind of the same thing the bottom line is we all said they should play something and today rivera did announce that they were gonna play but they said they would be limited in nature so i think that's a good thing right Phil, we'll kick it to you. We know they're playing in limited nature. So what, what do we think we should we should get out of them today? Excuse me, on Saturday. I think you're going to see them do a 15-play script. I think, you know, since every coach likes to script the first 15, 20 plays, it seems, I think that that's what they're going to do. They're going to do a 15-play script and then bring in the backups. You know, it's like get your rhythm in these 15 plays. That's your goal. And uh, we'll see if that actually does the trick. Right, and that, and that, and I kind of hinted on that last time too. Is that would be the best case scenario for me? Is you know what? Practice your your first fifteen set your gameplay your game plan, even if it's a mock game plan. Run your fifteen and whatever works works. You know if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least you ran it, you scripted it, you go for it. You practice it all week, you installed it, and you go for it. Yeah. What, what do you think about the starters being limited uh, coming up on Saturday? Uh, yeah, I think they should play. Uh... I'll give them a quarter because a quarter. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to three. It's almost three weeks into the regular season. You're still going to get the same race you would if you had four preseason games, right? I mean, just just uh, play the play the your normal starters the first quarter like you've been doing, and let them sit out three more weeks to the yeah. season. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. Yeah, and you got to the, so. the, more than anything else, though, I think. <laughs> Just get away healthy. Knock on wood. We've been okay so far in this preseason, which is rare because usually we encounter something. But so far, we've been we've been pretty pretty healthy. So let's just keep Shit, that. None of the players are there to be hurt. Hell, I know. Especially and no tight end's going to get hurt because they already kind of yeah. hurt. Yeah, Chase, <laughs> Thomas, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, another little tidbit of nugget we we saw today released was 
Ron Rivera also said Antonio Gibson is going to be our lead kick returner. Our yeah. lead kick returner. What do you I, think about that, Dev? I love it, man. I already have him on there on Madden, by the way. So, ha ha. Do you really? I, I think I think Ron has been watching my Madden, you know, because on Madden I cut AG. He's just stealing, he stealing AGG. all of your stuff. Man, stealing my swag. By the way, yeah. uh, I want to break some news too. Jay Gruden is is now an assistant Rams coach. That is awesome. Jay it Gruden. Is. I saw it earlier today, you know and I didn't tell any of you guys. You know, he was good to Sean. Sean must have appreciated that. Right. I wonder what is he like assistant quarterbacks coach? Assistant. He's like a, uh, he's, a, he's considered an offensive consultant, assistant coach. Is he? He should be. He should be a coaching intern. He can learn how to finally coach. Uh, I want to come to Louisville. Hey, I can fire our coach at University of Lamar Jackson. Then we will uh, definitely need to hire Jay Gruden, man. I want Jay Gruden to be in Louisville. Man. I never really had problems with Jay Gruden as an offensive coordinator and a play caller. It was just as a head coach, he just did not excel. He was not a leader of men. To have as many assistant coaches. That was many good assistant coaches as he had, man. I feel like we really no. I mean, look at well, under oh, oh, you can Sean McVay, um, Kevin O'Connell. Doesn't that speak more to the talent, the coaching, the coaches propping him up? That's why we actually had back-to-back winning seasons. I like to know, you know who hired those coaches. Who was the guy who hired those coaches? We who don't know. Remember, we we don't know. We we think it's Jay. Bruce said. Coaches hire their coaches, but we also heard a bunch of other stuff to where he, you know, Gruden's hands were tied as far as who he who he could hire and who he couldn't hire. So we don't really know. I don't know. So what you want to say about Jay? Knows how to delegate, I guess. He knows how to take credit too. God, he loved if the team played well. It was all I, on him. I would tell you what though, on a, on the real, Jay had a, a bad career here, but Jay. I think was dealt a horrible hand anyways, man. It was like the worst atmosphere for a coach to be in. I honestly almost felt bad. I I, I felt like Shanahan probably should have got a little more time looking back at it. And I hated that guy. I hated Mike Shanahan. Uh, well, the, the, the RG3 trade hindered us. And then the, the salary cap hit for those two years. I was at – 14, 15, or 13, 14? 12 and 13. That's why we 12, didn't get 13, Peyton Manning. That's why we 12, didn't get Peyton Manning. Like, we got, and they hit us with that right before free agency. We could have built I more think, talent around RG3 that, and balanced that. Yeah, that's why we I think that affected us get, for many years. That's why we didn't get Peyton Manning. Y'all know that was happening. That's in the book. Yeah, Shanahan wanted Peyton Manning. We had true. Peyton Manning, man, and then they took our whole cap, and, they, and Shanahan introduced him to the Broncos organization. Yeah. This is history. Crazy history. did him a solid. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? No, I can't. I can't. I can't. No, I can't. I can't imagine. I can't. I, I can't. I cannot you imagine though, Peyton Manning as a Redskin. This is this is typical Redskins history um, in my lifetime. We had an immediate success with RG three, but that unfortunately didn't pan out the way we wanted it to. Well, he said we he still was going to draft RG three Peyton Manning, right? Who went to the Broncos? In 1991, we won a Super Bowl with Mark Rippon, but he didn't pan out the way we would like to Correct. in the long term. And yet, right before that season, we almost traded away Rippon for John Elway, yep. who played with the play who played with the Broncos his entire career. Yep. I, I seen the not. documentary; they talked about that. 
that John Elway was coming to Washington. Like, yes. it, was it was they were this close. That. We could have had John Elway for the nineties. Yeah. Think mm-hmm. about that. We got more Super Bowls than John Elway in the nineties. Especially so think, true. We don't have the Heath. <laughs> we don't have the Heath Schuler deal. You don't have the Heath Schuler Gus Farad the whole deal. Patrick Ramsey. You don't get any of those guys. You don't get any of those guys. Well, get Ricky Patrick Waters. Patrick Ramsey came later. Patrick Ramsey came later. But you had North Turner's North offense, North. which with loved John a strong arm quarterback with strong arm John Elway. <laughs> Think about that, y'all. Yeah. Think about that. But it looked good in the in the present because we wouldn't want a yeah. Super Bowl rush. Elway would have had Mont Clark and Gibbons or Sanders. Yo. Yep. Man. <laughs> he would have Mont Clark and Sanders, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> Phil, what do you what do you think about Antonio Gibson as our kick returner? Number um, I mean, one kick returner. Look, he's a guy who does well in space, right? We want to give him the ball. We want to give him the ball. In, give him the ball in space. Our kick return game has been our weak point right now. With DeAndre Carter gone, we don't have anybody who's a proven kick returner. And Rivera has been very unhappy with everybody who's tried to do kick returns thus far. So he's going to another option. I like that kind of flexibility and thinking. It's not like this guy's a kick returner. He's only a kick returner. It's like, no, we have a guy here who also returned kicks in college. He can be explosive. He does well in space. Let's try him out. Yeah, it's true. And he's not going to be running you know, into a pile of six men. So does this mean that he's not RB1 if he's returning I think kicks? RB1 is a committee. <sighs> You know what? Maybe that's I'm, not the worst thing for health am purposes. Am I the only one scared of seeing Gibson run a kickoffs back, though, with his fumbling problems? Because it's like the fumbliest position to play is a return. But he doesn't fumble. He doesn't just drop passes, things like that. He fumbles when he's in a crowd. Right. That's well, that's kick return every time no, we get not, in. No, no, no. You're not right. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's going to open up. It's going to open up the field more for him. Now, uh, and which means that he should be able to see guys coming a little bit better. Like, I ain't fumbling the pros, obviously. I never made it to the pros, but in high school and college, when I did fumble, it's always cut, kick off a punt return every time. A lot of a lot of hats around the ball, man. You are. I'm it's not. Th- I'm not. Th- I'm not doubting that at all. I'll give him one shot as soon as he fumbles one time on special teams, man. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my shit. He just. Put him back down on the bench, man. It's 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 crazy. He went his whole first year with only like one fumble, something like that. He still actually, if you look at it, like compare, like his fumble percentage isn't really. It's not. That high. It's not bad. It just man, it happens. Like the, the, the timing. The timing is the worst. So it always is is impactful. If you could score the impact of the fumble, he would be at the top because he always. Yeah, had most, we yeah. we literally lost two games last year because of that's what I mean. Two He'll games out of playoffs in <laughs> in our own territory, and they you know change of possession, bam, they score again. Or he'll fumble, you know, in the red zone about the score from the two. He'll fumble. You know what I mean? Stuff like it's just a fumble. Right, you know, fumble on the fumble on the. I don't know. Twenty yard screen fumble. Somebody smacked the ball out of his hand. We standing up. Man. But that says a lot, though. If he's returning kicks, he's definitely not you know a run an RB one, but. Like you were saying, Phil, Kamara. You never really had competition until this year. So Yeah, because the guy who would have been RB one never got to play. And I don't know, running back's a weird, weird position because 
you know, like with Adrian Peterson, you know, when we first got him, they were barely giving him the ball. And then just out of injuries, they just started feeding him. And AP was one of those guys where he got better the more touches he got. He started off slow. And I don't, I hope that Gibson or Robinson are not that guy because if you're going by committee, you're never going to get that groove or you just go with the hot hand. I don't know how Rod's going to break it down, but I have no idea. Bottom line. I don't know, but I'm, I'm not angry at the concept I, I think that we can you know it's a good idea you're getting touches to him without having necessarily have him be rb1 you want him to get a certain number of touches because he can make plays why not you know find new ways to put you know put the ball in his hand be creative and we didn't get to cover this on tuesday at our at our last uh, show but we talked about Logan Thomas coming off the physically unable to perform list on Monday, three weeks before the first game of the season. So yesterday he was actually able to participate in seven on seven drills for the first time. And apparently was just a great sign to see, I guess the defensive players gave him a round of applause. This was a huge, huge deal. So I just really hope they're taking their time, but, Man, Logan coming back. I, I I don't know if this is an all-in for week one sort of thing. It doesn't have to be. But we would love to have him back, just not at the expense of re-injuring yourself. But, yeah, Logan, so you see Logan back in seven-on-seven, seven, that's very promising three weeks from now. Yeah. What do you think about that, Dev? Three weeks from now, man. It's playing time to heal. That's why I like the art. That's why I like the uh, Chase Young, uh, uh, you know, pup list too, because now he's not only going to get four weeks off. He's getting two or three more because four, three seven, four plus right. three now. Right. And there, you got plenty of time to get back into football shape. Right. And I think that's what is our bye week this year? Uh, it's actually halfway through, if I'm not mistaken, for the okay. first time in a long time. I would, consider, I would consider that if it's close to fourth week. And if we're doing okay and if there's no right. need for it, you're right. right. Like why why rush to bring them back if you don't have to? Unless we got like Cowboys, Eagles, or Giants in between there. Our bye week, never mind. I lied. Bye week later in the season. 14. Oh, well, fuck yeah. Uh, December week 14. So the week between December 4th and December 18th. So December I'm fine with that because that's such a, if we're not too terrible – if we don't have a too terrible an injury bug, that means you give guys an extra week to rest. So, you know, guys who are a little nicked up can can heal up an extra week. And you can make you're in position to still make a run at the playoffs. But look at this. You play Giants on December 4th, bye week, Giants on December 18th. They got to stop doing that. We did it last year, I think, with the Eagles, too. Like, why do they keep doing that? That's so dumb. But you're finishing out the season on a not not with a so you go Giants on the fourth of December bye week Giants on the 18th, and then you got San Francisco on December on Christmas Eve who may or may not be in the hunt. Trey Lance, new quarterback, Cleveland who will have Deshaun Watson back. Then you finish with Dallas, and by the way, Dallas just lost Tyron Smith for the whole year with a a hamstring injury. Did you hear about that? But it came completely off the bone. Completely. Oh my god! I've image. got images of. Oh, he is out for the season. They're operating I don't, tomorrow. Know, I don't know if y'all watch wrestling, but if you ever saw uh, Triple H tear his quad, I have not. Either I time, don't want to. Mm, like one, you see it just <laughs> roll right up because oh. he he wore the short trunks, so you can see the the, the whole thigh muscle. Yeah, and his knee hits. 
And as soon as his knee hits the mat, thunk. Oh my god! And I knew immediately. I was like, "That's a torn quad." Ah, like so. Yeah, it's a disgusting injury. Really, it really is. In another, in other injury news, um, Cam Sims in concussion protocol. So we talked about Cam Sims catching that really nice touchdown pass from Taylor Heineke over the preseason game. You know, Phil, Phil chalked it up to Taylor, had to throw it very high, and because Cam Sims was 6'5", he caught it. You know, fair statement. Might be true. Either way, it was a good catch and throw. But against the Chiefs on that play, he got hit, apparently. Landed I, think hard it play, I think it was a play before that. Really? I thought yeah, it was on the caught, touchdown play. He got, no, he got jacked up. And I was like, yeah, he's done for the I'm game. Sorry, he came just back before, just before the play, correct. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's funny. He did come back and catch that touchdown pass. Right, that's what fun. I was thinking. That's weird. That's why yeah. I'd be wondering. Sometimes, man, Ron is sneaky as fuck, man. Ron's probably going to put Sims on Pup. <laughs> you playing that uh, spot, man. I, I, t- I said that on Twitter. As soon as he, as Belichick soon as game he got hit. Show game. Right. It's a show game. As soon as he got hit, I said, I said Coach is going to put him on a Pup, man, so they don't have to hide him on the roster. I guarantee is what they're doing. And then I seen him catch that touchdown. I was like, oh, maybe not. Well, then I seen ha- it. Is there a limit to how many players you can put on the pup? And do pup players count against 53? No, pup players do not count against 53 if they're on it before the season starts. So you put him on the pup. Once he's coming off the pup, you have to make a decision. Either cut right. him or put him on the roster or right. practice squad, I guess. No, I don't think it's that. I mean, you just have to cut somebody because you have over 53. You don't have to. Right. I mean, you could get a temporary loan out of someone who's a fringe player for four weeks. That's what I'm saying. I I, I feel like stuff like that's going to happen. And I look on Twitter, man. Right when it happened, I said exactly that. Oh, yeah, he's going to pop to get somebody rushes right now. Alex Erickson. Or or, uh, Mark Markin. Markin. Mark. What? Michelle. What is it? Michelle. Michael. We'll just call him Markin. Who knows? But. For the most part, we're pretty healthy, you know, b- between Logan, Chase, and, and now Sims. I'm not worried about Sims. We have plenty I'm of gonna see. I feel like Sims has had a couple of concussions now. I definitely feel like he's had concussions in the past for sure. No doubt. But I can't find. I don't remember that. Yeah. Nope. It's been all ankle when I was 2018. Yep. Because he missed all 2018 because of his ankle. Mm. Um, never mind. Never mind. Maybe I'm wrong. It just it, if for some reason it felt that way. Well, let's talk about the Ravens a little bit. And I know this is a preseason game, but let's just go through a quick look at their their depth chart. What are they presenting for a week for their their depth chart? Here it is, off the cuff. Uh, quarterback. We'll just start. You know, as is. Tyler Huntley for number two, Anthony Brown for number three, and none other than Lamar Jackson, Louisville's finest. Number eight, Lamar Jackson. Dev, do you do you think Lamar Jackson is Absolutely a better quarterback no. at Louisville than Jay Gruden? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> better than so Teddy sure. Bridgewater too. The best quarterback ever to play at Louisville. Yeah, for sure. It's close though between Teddy and uh. Jay, Jay might be Jay might be more beloved in Louisville, man, than Teddy. But I think Teddy probably was a better quarterback. Is, is the Gruden's from Kentucky? I don't think so. I think they're from Tennessee. Okay, 
I'm, I'm not sure. I, th- I think they're from t- the Harbaugh's are. You know the Harbaugh's coach here in Bowling Green, like the, all of them, Jack, John, all of them from here, man. But uh, Jim went to Michigan, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, he went to Michigan. They coached uh, his son Jack. Uh, or the dad's name's also Jack Jackson Jr. He uh, yeah. coached at Western. I went to football camp for him one year, man. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, for running backs on the Ravens, you got. J.K. Dobbins, Mike Davis, and Justice Hill. So Gus Edwards is still coming off the ACL injury, which I got to watch firsthand at the preseason game last year. So <clears throat> hopefully he heals up soon. Um, wide receivers, Bateman and Duvernay are the only two I've heard of. Never heard of anyone else on this roster as far as right. Tylen Wallace, that James dude, Roche, that, that Marcus Shemar- Robinson, Benja- Benjamin Victor. That dude, Shamar Bridges. Shamar Bridges, Ronnie he Webb. Is, he is a, he is a catcher's mitt, bro. That dude catches everything. I'm telling you, obviously not because he's. <laughs> uh, and the other guy, the other guys, they drafted pretty. They drafted pretty, you know, reasonably in the mid round. So you got to play him. But definitely, Shamar Bridges, man. Watch what I'm telling you. He's a guy with the gold dreadlocks. You see, yeah. man. He's tough, man. They still are not trying to do anything to. Surround him with veteran. I mean, they gave away Hollywood Brown. I don't understand. Go get OBJ. There's a you know what's crazy out there. Hollywood Uh, Brown. They got a first round pick for Hollywood Brown. It's Fuller out there, receiver. DeAndre Hopkins didn't even cost a first round pick. That is insane. They got they fleece. Who did they fleece? Some Cardinals. 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 Yeah, Cardinals. Cardinals now have Hollywood Brown and. DeAndre Hopkins and AJ Green and that dude they drafted last year that's probably better than uh, Hollywood Brown, the rookie they got that was hurt all year. Because Brown played with uh, Kyler Murray, right? Don't yeah. they have a connection somehow in college, uh, Oklahoma or Oklahoma. His tra- yeah? That's crazy, but still not a whole lot of wide receiver talent. We'll see. Dev seems to think Shamar, Shamar Bridges is, is good, but I guess we'll find out. Well, Bridges is tough, man. Yeah, uh, Ronnie Staley is a good left tackle. He's you know been around forever. Mm-hmm. Our old buddy Morgan Moses as the right tackle. Morgan Moses, how about oh, that, Mister Offside every play, Mister False Start every play himself, Morgan Moses. That should be interesting. At least, I mean, if he's playing up to the standard he was here, he was, he was, he was decent, wasn't? I can't believe Isaiah Likely is that far on the depth chart. That dude is nice. Like he is stupid. Have you been watching him? He's been the best player in preseason. Six tight ends there. He's been the best preseason player on that team. I mean, you got the the stalwart Mark Andrews, Pro Bowler, yeah, obvious, All Pro, great. Isaiah Likely is going to start too, man. They're going to start two tight ends. Isaiah Likely is going to start, man. Sorry, they already talk about it on TV every time you watch like NFL Network and stuff. Well, they probably have to with the lack of depth at wide receiver or talent wide receiver. So why, why not? Right. Lamar likes his wide receivers. That's 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 a known thing. Um, he likes his tight ends too because Mark Andrews is one yeah. of the best in the league. Yeah. Well, Lamar Jackson is the uh, has thrown to his tight end more percentage of the time than anyone in the league. Uh, he's thirty two percent, and guess who's number two? Wentz. He made Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Yeah. All right, defense. You know, Baltimore is known to have good de- defenses in the past, kind of like the Steelers, and I don't know if this is the same level as it wasn't in the no. past. I mean, there's no Ed Reed. There's no Ray Lewis, but. Is it me, or is Calais Campbell like 80 years old? 
I don't know. I feel like he's been in the league forever. It sounds like a single Michael Pierce. Calais Campbell's been in the league for a long time, it feels like. Yeah. Find out. Because but, I feel that way. Alexa, well, how long well, has Calais Campbell been in the he, Yeah, he is. He is 35. And almost 30. He'll be 36 in a week. Alexa, stop. <laughs> on the defensive line for the defensive tackle, Justin Madubuki, nose tackle. Michael I think you said that wrong. You need to say that name again. Madubuki, Madubuki, Madubuki. Mama's booty, Justin Mama's booty. That's what we're going to call him. <laughs> defensive end, Calais Campbell, and it says Rush. Odafe Owe. I don't know what they mean by Rush. And Justin Houston. Remember Justin Rush Houston? Is was... str- Rush is a weak side outside linebacker. Okay. Is that Justin Houston from Kansas City? I was going to say, if that's the same Justin Houston, that dude used to ball. I didn't oh, know he yeah. was still a big Justin Houston fan. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Middle linebacker, Josh Bynes. Will Patrick Queen. So, Sam Tyus Bowser. Cornerback, Marcus Peters, who's, all, who's a very good quarterback. Cornerback. Uh, strong safety Chuck Clark, free safety Marcus Williams, cornerback Marlon Humphrey, also a very good uh, cornerback. Kyle Fuller is also in the cornerback room, and the dude we love the most, Kyle Hamilton. The dude is not caught. even starting. Apparently, he's yes, had a rough preseason. Uh, I heard he's them say he's not his even starting, and Dev's over here saying four two twenty five. Hey man, I, I've been op- I've been open to the idea that coach is right. I like Dotson, man. I did want Kyle Fuller, not going or Kyle Hamilton. Kyle I'm Hamilton. not going to lie to you, bro. I wanted Kyle Hamilton. Yes. But okay, but listen, preseason. They also said Jamar Chase is going to have the, the terrible season because he's dropping every ball. Look what he did. He had the best season in the history of the NFL. So I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. We will yeah, see. Yeah, but yeah, but the my thing is, and my thing with 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 Hamilton, with defensive players, it's different. Who's that guy that we didn't draft? Uh, we got. Uh, he was drafted right after Chase Young. Um, shit, Herbert, defensive back. Herbert was and, drafted after Chase Young. No, no, defensive back. He was drafted like fifth. Um, Not the guy in the Chargers, right? Not Derwin oh. James? No, he was like – That was, the, year, he that was, was before. The, he, was in the, he was in the pain draft. I think Derwin James was. Jeff Okuda was, was actually drafted right oh, after from Chase Ohio Young. State. He went to the Giants? No, he was yeah, Ohio, Ohio State. He's the Lions. He has been awful. Yeah, he don't even start. I watch the hard docs. Yeah. You know, he has one interception in two years, and he's played. More than you know, uh his more a, than who dev? He's got two more than Aaron Colvin. <laughs> <laughs> one more. He, well, one more because one interception. He's president of the Aaron Colvin fan club. Aaron Colvin. I'm hey, we're gonna have to get t-shirts. I'm gonna say Aaron Cohen's hands and be like, no hands, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Some handicap dude with suit shirt. No well, yeah, because Okuda Stubbs, just wrist. Of course, oh, I'm sorry, Okuda hasn't been playing. He hasn't even been seen the field. Now I know that part of it was they didn't even put him out there. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm played. gonna I'm gonna f- one more thing for you guys before we we end this episode. Uh, very quickly. So we just recapped the Ravens roster. It's going to be decent. We don't know what they're going to do. Uh, Ravens are always a good team. They're a very well-coached team. Ozzie Newsom's not the GM anymore, but that team is very professionally run. So nothing else. Preseason. Yeah. But I want to show one more thing. So there's still some good talent out there in the NFL that it remains unsigned. And I just want to f- talk about these people very quickly and see 
what you two think about whether we should, not that we're going to, would it be worth our time to make a run at any of these dudes? I'm just going to put it on the screen and give me not a yes. Hour, no. Yes. <laughs> no. No. All right. No to Odell Beckham Jr. Eric no. Fisher, offensive tackle. No. No. 31 years old. Unless there's an LB Trey in Trey Flowers, defensive end, coming from the Lions. Sure. Yeah, I'll take that as a backup. Um, I don't know if you need that with Shaka Tony and guys like that out there. You know, Tony, I think we'll work in a He had a forearm play. fracture in 2020 and a knee injury last season. So maybe that's why he's taking a hit as far as people wanted him. Kind of beat up. All right. Number three. Will Fuller, the wide receiver who started his career in no. Houston and then went to Miami. I wanted him for a while, but then I realized that that dude can never stay healthy. Also had health concerns. You're right, Phil. 11 games since his sixth – he's played more than 11 games only once in his six-year career and has missed 15 games last season. That dude had a lot of talent, though. Yeah, a he's a deep, deep threat. Dante Hightower. Yes, easily. Easily. Still yeah. available yes. at linebacker. Easily. Yes. Easily, man. I why don't know why. Tires on here. I don't know why. He must have got, got Nick of Pictures' Roger Goodell's wife or something. In 2021, 64 tackles, 39 solos, one and a half sack, 10 quarterback pressures. I think he And just... he opted out of the 2020 season because of COVID. Uh-huh. He's a pro bowler, 2016, 2019. Why would you not sign him? Which I don't get it. I don't he get it. He has a whole season off of less of wear and tear on his body. Yeah. I don't get it. I do not get it. They just love Cole, I guess. Unless he just really doesn't fit the scheme, whatever the scheme's going to be. Come on, man. His scheme has been Pro Bowler for about four or five years. <laughs> I, yeah. How many of those? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, One. that's One. silly, man. All right. Well, we went, we all went that Tower's always been a guy who plugs. Who, he probably who wants. He probably wants mean. about fifteen to eighteen million or some shit. Yeah, that's that's probably that could be the that could be the issue. All right. How about this one? Kevin King, cornerback from the Green Bay Packers. I don't know much about him. Yeah, he's decent. He, gets, he, gets in. he was getting um, a, he was getting abused uh, a couple years ago. Twenty-seven years old, six-three. He was getting abused like. A couple years ago, man, I remember that dude in 2019. Well, that yeah. sounds like where he got St. Juice, who can do some of the same things. So. He also gets abused. <laughs> or makes Saint plays. Juice. He does both. So, you know, it, it, it's... But he didn't even play last year. He got hurt, like, what, first game? Forever? Yeah. We know. Know. I mean, you know, that'll be one of these kind of... It's like of Troy Abke. It's like Troy Abke. Like, you're going to be out there for, like, first three games, and you're going to realize, ah, I got to go. And then we just wasted three games with this dude. But the year before that, he was really good. So he's very up and down. All right. And Dominican Sue, defensive tackle, yes, last play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't. We don't need him. You know what I'm saying? But I think, I th- in my opinion, I think we should trade Payne and maybe another guy or something for uh, your kid down in the Bears, a linebacker. And then pick up a Domingo suit to replace Oh, Payne. Rokon Smith. Right. And then pick yeah, up a Domingo suit to replace Payne. I mean, that, would be a, that would be a move. But the my suit wants the money that, that he does not deserve it. Yeah. What is Sue? What, 
Because that dude's been paid his whole life. He's I paid him one year to get a uh, Federian Mathis ready in a uh, in uh, Obata. I don't yeah. know. It looks like Federian Mathis may be married, maybe ready now. Looks and like Obata might be ready now. Sue hasn't missed a game since 2011. Right. That's Tough impressive. Dude. Attitude adjustment needed. Yeah, he's stopped kicking uh, guys uh, in the balls, uh, right. kicking them in the face. Tough ass dude. He's the kind of guy he, I do want to won a Super Bowl. Of, won a Super Bowl with the Bucks, right? Yeah. I love this how I keep looking at these things. Every player they put up there, you notice that the Raiders are tied to. They are. Now is that true or is that Tom Brady too? I don't know. It must be something with their cap cap space. Oh, Sue is asking for nine million per year. So that's probably what's holding people back. Hey, the Raiders were uh, tied to Tom Brady also. See how that worked out. So were the Dolphins. They apparently he was going to become part owner. That's crazy. That's crazy. Think about it. What was Carl going to go, man? Green Bay? Yeah, who knows? And then there's a center center from the Browns. Don't know who he is. J.C. Treader. Don't really care. He's like like the president of the Players Association or something. Hasn't missed a game due to injury past five seasons. He's a starter. I think he. Oh no, he just retired today. He's the NFLPA president. He announced retirement today. That's why I just said he's like the NFLPA. That's why nobody wants him on the team, though. That's what it is. That comes with like a political thing, right? It's like nobody. That's why nobody wants Chris Paul, man. The union. The union. Nobody wants to go on the team. Yeah, I just thought that was a quick little, little, little fun, uh, little fun thing. We always talk about guys who are out there and who are available and. Why haven't we made a flyer? And do they fit into the culture of the team and what they're trying to do? So, I mean, if you want, I mean, look, we have a young defense on the line. Why not get a Dominican Sue? What are y'all? What are y'all yeah. hoping to? What are y'all hoping to see in the preseason? Anyways, and then, like I said, I want to see a couple good series. I want to see all the starters who are supposed to be out there be out there. Although that's not, I know that's not possible. I would love to see some no John Bates and Cole Turner. Probably not going to happen. Is he going to be healthy? Um, that game? Is he dressed? I, I have no idea. I have no idea. No idea. Want to see Brian Robinson? A lot of him. I don't know if I want to see a lot since he is a starting running back now. But, I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't played a snap in the NFL for real. But it'd be nice to see him out there get all the snap, get all the carries. Uh-huh. Right? I think it would be cool yeah. to get all the carries. Two series, man. Go, go, go. Uh, I want to see Antonio Gibson uh, do some do some kick returns. I want to see how he does. Yeah, I don't. Well, I we turn one for a touchdown, and we're all going to just lose our minds and think we got the next. Uh, uh, oh my God! <laughs> you know, we've had Devin Hester on this team this entire time, or something. You know, that will happen. You know, because we like to overreact, but I like to overreact in the positive for once. He's no Brandon Banks. He's definitely not no. No, he has not stabbed anybody outside. He's the definitely, he's definitely no James Thrash. You know, what I'm saying? Thrash number eighty-three or Brian Mitchell. He's no Brian Mitchell. Now, no one that's that Nobody. Well, is. we'll find out if he can at least be Eric Metcalf. Hey, I would be okay with Eric Metcalf. Also, yeah, what number twenty-one? Metcalf when he was yeah. on. Yeah, I remember we pulled Metcalf out of retirement. The Metcalf on the Browns was stupid though. But then you yeah, went to Atlanta that's with Eric Metcalf. Eric, Eric Metcalf. We pulled him out of retirement in Marty's uh, one year with us, and then he ended up returning a kick. His first, I think, his first kick return for us. He returns it for a touchdown, and ties Brian Mitchell's all-time return touchdowns record. And it was like, damn. And that was right after we gotten rid of Brian Mitchell too. And then we end up getting Eric Metcalf, and he goes and. Ties Mitchell's record on our team 
in his first kick return. Did he, uh, there, did he end up breaking the record? Um, No, he didn't get yeah. any more touchdowns that year. Okay. Did Brian Mitchell continue to, to – I think Brian Mitchell got one more. On the Eagles? More because he was with the Eagles and the Giants. Yeah. Okay. It's a good stat. I have to go back and look and see who's who's leading those, those stats nowadays. For Esther. Esther. Is Mitchell number two? Uh, two or three. He's in the top five. Are you talking kickoffs or punts? Combined. Oh. Combined. See, Mitchell, one thing about Mitchell is that he did both re- equally well. A lot yeah. of these guys, save for like Devin Hester, but like Dante Hall, for instance, only did it on punts. Um, you know, guys like that. Then you had guys who were really good at just doing kickoffs. No, Dante Hall, kind of, I seen him catch a couple of screens and light some motherfuckers up, buddy. Yeah, but I'm talking about as a return man, a lot of these guys, it's only one or the other. Brian Mitchell's claim to fame was that he could do both. Now, granted, I think he was a little better on the kick returns, if I'm not mistaken. He could get the kick returns. If you gave him that, that all that open field in front of him, he could find a way. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot more. I think Brian Mitchell kick returns as opposed to punt returns, but he actually had a little more balance than these guys. I think Dante Hall. I think all but one of his touchdowns was uh, punt return. You know, Josh Cribbs is is tied with Corderell Patterson and Leon Washington for the most kickoff returns for touchdown. That's eight. I never realized Cordero Patterson. He's still in the league. He's a running back. He's in the league at 13. He's a Chris Samuel. He's a wild. He's a. uh, Oh, no. He's he's Debo. He's more than Debo. Debo, yeah. Yeah. And Devin has. Didn't he lead? He led the the Falcons in rushing last year, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Um, Devin Hester has 14 punt returns for a touchdown. Eric Metcalf has 10. Brian Mitchell has nine. Brian Mitchell That's punt return. Brian Mitchell been league 20 something years. That should tell you a lot about how good he was. Yeah, I mean, Devin Hester only years. played 10 years. Brian Mitchell played 13. Right. And Brian Mitchell ain't been in the league 30 years. Net record still. I mean, those his numbers are still up there. Yeah. Desmond Howard. Four years. Desmond Howard uh, was in the league for ten years. He's one God, Desmond Howard had one good season, and people act like he's God. Touchdowns. You no, know, he just happened to have one good season and showed up in the Super Bowl. I know he has eight touchdowns for eight punt returns for touchdowns. Which Desmond Howard? He does. He's number. He's tied for number four. He probably got. He probably got about. He probably got all those in two years. He has total punt return yards twenty eight ninety five, and Brian Mitchell has five thousand. So Brian Mitchell has more yardage than anybody. Yeah, he has more yards than anybody in the history of the NFL, though. He has more yards than anybody in the NFL. Yeah. I, he did. I don't think he's he still there. Punt for punt returns. No, period. Total. All purpose yards. He's all time. Ever. Let's just look that up before we close yeah. out. All purpose yards. I think Marshall Falk has something to say with that. Uh, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. I was gonna say I forgot Jerry Rice. Twenty three thousand five hundred and forty six. And Dennis Mitchell, right? Brian Mitchell, twenty three thousand three hundred thirty. Yeah. So I forgot Jerry Rice. Two hundred and sixteen yards behind Jerry Rice. Jerry yeah, got it. see, no those, one's that, even. Those close. are your arguments, right there, for uh, Walter Payton, Emmett Smith, Frank Gore. Yeah, that's Aaron always Sproles. been my argument for a Hall of Fame. When he retired, though, when Brian Mitchell retired, he was the all time. <laughs> 
Yeah, Brian Mitch, gonna... see, Brian Mitchell had four punt returns and eight. two kickoff returns. He played eight years less than Jerry Rice, probably. He could have, yeah, Jerry right. Rice played from 80, 85 to 04, almost. Right, he played 20 some years, man. 20 like, years. Yeah. Brian Mitchell he, played he, 13. Um, right. Brian Mitchell, Brian Mitchell had nine punt returns and four kickoff returns for touchdowns. How Brian That's Mitchell good. not in the Hall of Fame when he had just many yards Jerry Rice in like I eight no seasons? Idea. No it's a, it's, it's a crazy, it's a crazy thing. Look at all these guys, all purpose yards. I'm outside of Brad Mitchell, I'm going to read them to you. They're all in the Hall of Fame. Jerry Rice, uh-huh. Walter Payton, Emmett uh-huh. Smith, Frank uh-huh. Gore. Uh-huh. Is Darren Sproles in the Hall of Fame? Frank Gore's not in the Hall of Fame. Darren Sproles eligible in, in a couple years. Frank Gore's He's not eligible. Getting in. He's not getting in either. Tim Brown, in Marshall there. Falk, in Steve there. Smith, LT, Barry in Sanders, Herschel Walker, Adrian in Peterson, there. Marcus Allen, Larry Fitzgerald, Curtis Martin, Tiki Barber, Eric Metcalf. Derek Maceman, Wes Welker, Thurman Thomas. Eric Metcalf in the Hall of Fame or is it Eric Metcalf Jr.? This is a senior. Oh, yeah, he's in there. Um, they said, no, he's not in the Hall of Fame. It says no. He's not, he's not in. Curtis Martin got in 12. Marcus Allen got in 03. Barry Sanders, 04. LT in 17. Steve Smith, not in. Marshall Falk, 11. Tim Brown, 15. Sproles and Gore aren't eligible yet. Smith got in. Emmett Smith got in 2010. Walter Payton, 93. And Jerry Rice, 2010. So Steve Smith ain't getting in. No, he's not good. He didn't do enough. Yeah, I wish. He, I mean, he's good enough, but he just didn't yeah. do enough. Unfortunately, yep. wasn't on enough winning teams, man. And you know what? At the end of the day, that can do it to you. Straight yep. up, it's going to do it to Trent Williams too. So, <laughs> yeah, I think he might rebound. Man, San Fran. I was hoping that you know. I secretly hoped he won the Super Bowl the last two. You know, years, he man. he made the NFL top. 20 as the best left tackle in the league but he's been the best left one of the best left tackles in the league for years seven to ten years and i don't know it, maybe just close. because he played in washington he wasn't getting the respect he deserved but dude's and been he's the worse now than he played in washington he's worse if you watch the he's game he's not as good not. he's not as good as he was in washington but he's still better than everybody else yeah <laughs> he's not as like, good as he was but he's definitely better than everybody else. here we got like jonathan allen at what that 80, dude, 80 i don't even know what he finished at 85 and up? I don't know. That dude had like three years where he didn't give up a sack or some shit. Trip was a beast, man. That's why I call him the silverback, man. But, hey, we thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, it was a good episode. We did a little preview of the uh, Ravens. Talked about some injuries, some movements on the team. What we expect for Saturday's game. I mean, just get out of there healthy. Play the Stars a couple series and let's wait two weeks. And then we got Jacksonville. At FedEx Field on September 11th. Coming to the D.C. area to open up the season. So, as always, please like and subscribe. Share with your friends. Share with your mama. You know, we're available on all podcasts, audio platforms, Apple, Google, and Spotify. Please go listen to those, too, if you like listening to the podcast platform instead of watching this on YouTube. You guys got any shout-outs before we close out? Oh, yeah. Um... Shout out to my daughter, Alyssa Diane. Uh, It's her 19th birthday. She is Mm -hmm. a cheerleader at the University of Arizona. Happy birthday, Wildcat. Yeah. Born day. Uh, Isn't that where Gilbert Arenas went? Dad loves you. Huh? Isn't that where Gilbert Arenas went? Yeah. Arizona. That's where Nick Foles went, too, if I'm not mistaken. Bibby. Bibby. They beat UK in the finals. Ha ha. I love that. Oh, yeah. It was an excellent day at school the next day. It was a great tournament. What's his name? Uh, Rick Majerus was the coach. Rest in peace. In uh, Arizona? Yeah, that big dude. You know, the no, nice Utah's coach, right? It was Utah. It yeah, was, was um, Bibby. 
Wasn't no, it? Bibby was the coach. He was the uh, right no. Bibby's guard. dad was a coach. Nah, maybe. Fuck it. Either way it goes. They beat UK <laughs> and it made my day happy. Fuck them. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything? Any, any closing comments, Phil? Uh, no. I got no shout outs. Fair I, no, I mean, I, I could, but I, I, <laughs> I, I'd be getting into stories that would take us another 15, 20 minutes to there explain. There we go. It's been a long week. So we will hopefully do a birthday episode for Dev on Tuesday. And we'll recap the preseason game on Saturday. And after that, we might take a week off, maybe, and then open back up for the Jaguars preview game the following week. I think we just booked our guest who I believe just confirmed with us during this episode, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to preview the Jaguars with us. So, yes, we have our special Jaguars guest podcaster coming on in two weeks from today to preview the game. That should be fun. So stay tuned for that. But, hey, we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, peace and Hello! Oh. Oh.